Hello, this is Christopher from Dorset. Uh, I was given the task of editing the podcast today and also driving. Unfortunately, uh, I did such a bad job at driving that I didn't do any introductions at the start. So, to get you up to speed, instead of Daniel, uh, our superfan Stavrina is squatting in his chair today. And uh, we have sort of talked, but not in a way that could make it into the edit about racists on a tram. So think of this as a little bit like that bit in Star Wars where there's all of that writing that you have to read right at the beginning. Okay, on with episode 78. We're two star podcast, we are great. Talking crap and planning hate. Our listenership is very few. Graham sometimes swaps to the loo. There's one more thing I have to say, intended in a hateful way. The cold brew hipsters a bellend. Graham and his friends. Well, um, thanks for stepping in. Daniel has moved house and has not taken his computer with him. Oh, why? Like, what, what's he uh, doing? Well, like, socialising? It's, it's bad enough last week. Wait, no, I think he just moved in. I'm still, I'm still interested in the old ladies. Were well, you, we have heard that. It's like, <laughs> were, you, were you asleep just before the shower? <laughs> no, I, like, okay, so I was going to Morrison's to, to buy tea for my parents because, um, we only get get PG tips in Cyprus, and it's pretty disgusting in my opinion. Um, so, you know, like 10, 10 a.m., like I guess old people doing their shop. There was a lot of white old ladies with blonde hair that that looked at me weirdly because I, I, I don't, I, I look ethnic. I think. I mean, were you Have you been snoring? No, I wasn't asleep. Like it wasn't. I, I sometimes snore when I'm not asleep. <laughs> so being asleep doesn't. I almost yeah, I... snored in the theatre the other day when I was not asleep. I just I can somehow I feel my tongue sort of slipping backwards down my throat. I think that's quite a bad review of a play, isn't it? But I did enjoy it. I tried to choke myself with my own tongue. I didn't try to because my tongue did it, and I oh. nearly snored. And I think that's quite bad etiquette in a theatre. Oh. Chris, you are going to have to drive this week because of Dan's absence. But I've, yeah. I've had two beers. Can I? Can I drive? Ah, oh, two's two nothing. Two's bullshit. So I've had more. I mean, Dan can't drive when he's sober, so it's not going to be worse. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll so, drive. Uh, I mean, I, I, I want to talk more about this this uh, mission to buy <laughs> tea, where you had to go on well, a tram. I- I, I think um, there is some content in the tea that you found on the shelf that we can. Um, that we oh can, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that is that is definitely for discussion. That is interesting. Also, just segue. Um, it seems like my volume is really, really high. Uh, is, is it recording all right from your end? Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay. Somebody's microphone is making horrendous farting noises. There's <laughs> a lot of um, there's a lot of crackling. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, Chris is editing this week, so it's basically his problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that might Good be luck, me. Chris. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. That that's all right. The volume's not doesn't really matter too much because the the uh, Zencastron normalise it all. Oh, so. that's great. 
And it'll do reasonable noise reduction, so Chris shouldn't struggle too much. But where? Um, until he tries to import it into Windows Movie Maker. Do you do you wait? Do you edit in Windows Movie Maker? Oh, I I I um I'm not very good at, at computers. <laughs> you might have noticed. I, so when I, I <laughs> when I do music things, um, I know how Movie Maker works. Um, but I don't know how um music software works. So I make things be in a video, and then I can edit it. <laughs> Wow. And then I convert it back That's to really audio. Ghetto. Yeah, he's embracing the true hipster style. It's all part of my <laughs> steampunk persona, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's a trend that should die. Ugh. Steampunk. Maybe these old ladies were steampunks. Were rude about <laughs> no. steampunk. Yeah. No, they were just like you know, like fail old ladies scowling at me. Because, like, I, I'm not that tall, but I guess I'm pretty imposing. And um, I've got really dark features. Like, I've got, like, I, I'm really pale, but everything else is, like, really, really dark. Um, I don't know. I mean, old ladies, some old ladies, their sort of resting face is a scowl, isn't it? So they might yes. have just been been looking dispassionately at you, and you <laughs> thought that you'd angered them. I hope so. Actually, they were just putting a, the least amount of effort into their facial expression as possible. Actually, I hope so. Though, I, like, uh, what was it? Like, back in 2012, I had this exchange with a lady on the tram. She's like, oh, look at those people. She was pointing to a group of East Asian students and a group of, like, black African students, so not black British. Um, and she's like, oh, they're not from here. I was like, yeah, I'm not either, lady. And she's like, yeah, I know. It's kind of like... Hey, whoa, <laughs> I best get off. It's not even my stop. What is it with racists and trams? Fucking love them, don't they? It does seem to be an attraction. Yeah. It's like, it's convenient if you live in Sheffield. Ah, so now I've got two theories that I'm working on now. One is that racists just really love trams and they're just <laughs> on there all the time. And the other one is that, that there are lots of racists in Sheffield. South Yorkshire is quite... Um, they're not very progressive in their views, not like up in West Yorkshire, where uh, <laughs> it's considerably better in every way. Well, obviously. Chris, are you going to start this car at any point? Oh, yeah. you, no, no, I'm not, no. Where, <laughs> where I live, because this is more interesting, where I live, I think there are lots of racists, but there are no ethnic minorities ever, so no one gets the opportunity to um, sort of display their racism. I, I guess they... There's um, no one to be racist too, so so there's lots of old ladies sort of wandering around thinking racist thoughts, but they've got no one to scowl at. There's probably a really good um, business plan in here. If, like, if somebody who owns a coach company, you could do coach tours to places with um, a lot of immigrants from Bridport or, you know, from generally white towns. You could take them to places where there's brown and black people and they could uh, shout out the window, I suppose. Oh, I thought you were going to do the other way. Just like bussing immigrants into places full of racists. Well, I think that there's something ethically troubling about bussing in foreigners yes, would yeah, be abused. I think if you're busting in racists to abuse foreigners, then... I mean, it's not that's not ideal either, but better? 
perhaps. I mean, if it, if you're trying to profiteer off racists, you're probably not on the greatest ethical ground to start with. Yeah, I mean, maybe the joke's on them and um, what you're doing is bringing in a busload of racists for everyone to laugh at and uh, say, God, aren't they awful? I mean, that would be your best defence. Yeah. I don't know, profiteering off racists doesn't sound like an ethical dilemma to me. No, I think I'm okay with that. As long as... Well, but are you encouraging it? That's the issue, isn't it? Yeah. I'm too lazy to encourage anything. <laughs> well, that's maybe your, that's, your business will fail then. That's not you couldn't say that on Dragon's Den. You couldn't say I'm going to open up a coach tours for racists company, but I'm too lazy to to encourage them. They'd say, well, you need to I get mean, the racist songs going and um, you know, merchandising and all all this stuff. You need to really be proactive and, and stoke up the fires of hate. Maybe read some comments from the Daily Mail website. <laughs> in, in transit, uh, no one, kind of thing. no one ever uses reverse psychology on Dragons Den, do they? Oh, I'd like to go in and say I've got this really, I've got this idea, but it's not for you. You wouldn't like this. Yeah. Um, I think Does... I've catched like called sorry an episode of um, Dragons Den once. Hmm. And it's that show where people are like, oh, I've got this shit idea about this shit product, and there's a bunch of white people with money, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, give it to me or something. There, there, to be fair, there is one Asian, and uh, oh. he, he never invests. I don't think he has any money. He's just there to make up numbers, I guess. But yeah. they, they're very they're very carefully diverse. So there's a lady and an Asian. Sometimes they have as many as two ladies, which I think is uh, over overdoing it somewhat. Oh wow! Like it's like my office. Like there, half of us are women, half of us are men, and this is like in an engineering department, and you know, just couldn't take it. It was too much. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, not like in my day when there was one one girl in the entire department over three years. Oh, was this like something like comp sci or something? Computer engineering. Hmm. Computer engineering. Yeah. What about Theo Perfetus? Where's he from? Oh, I, well, I imagine he's, he's half Greek, he's, isn't he? Yeah, probably Greek. London. Yeah. Uh, he's Cypriot-born. Yeah. There you are. So probably London, like that. Like I like I think Wood Green is the neighbourhood. Okay. Because um, like um. He was born in Limassol in Cyprus. Oh wow! I was born there too. Wow! How did you not know this? Because I I don't actually watch TV. I don't. I'm like I'm too poor to own a TV because I keep buying records and food. And Have you heard of the internet? Yeah, but like I I. Like I wouldn't catch. You just have to click that box that says yes. I've got a TV. You know when it says you have a TV license, you you can just click yes. They don't know. Well, I did that once to watch the Parliament. Oh god. That was a terrible, <laughs> terrible error. No, it was like about um something important well I don't really want to get into like assisted suicide, but yeah, it was about assisted suicide. No one turned up. Oh. No one turned up. It was great. Like no, no it wasn't great, it was terrible, but mm, British Parliament. Mm. Um and I think yeah, yeah, I do it when I wanna watch Bake Off, but that's over. It's never coming back, and it's now on Channel Four, which I, from what I realise, it's slightly less trashy than ITV. I think Channel Four's fine. I like Channel Four. 
I don't want everyone who is upset about Bake Off going to Channel Four can fuck off. <laughs> no, I, I mean I'm not. A bit over the top, I just think it would be like much more difficult, like more like more difficult for me to watch it. I think it will be exactly the same as it was before, except with adverts during which you could check on your own cakes, so it's better. And yeah, uh, I, uh, I think it's basically the end. But people complain about Paul Hollywood taking the buck, but he had never been on TV before that program, so he is being loyal. So he's better than all of the others because he's being loyal to the to the program. The others said, no, no, we're not going because the BBC will give us our own programs. Do you think they'd have given Paul Hollywood something? Would they? Fuck. Mary Berry's almost dead. Like, she can stay on the BBC. I don't know. Like, you guys have a running theory about Bruce Forsyth. Maybe she's in the same cult that he's in. Oh, shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Because she is har- he's harnessing the souls, but then he doesn't know what to do with them. So she is putting them into cakes, and that's how they're consuming them. How old is Mary Berry? Maybe, um, maybe she's just been framing poor innocent Brucey. She's eighty-one years old. Yeah, I like. I wish I like. I wish I'll be that spry at eighty-one. People also ask, how much money is Mary Berry worth? How did Mary Berry's son Willie die? How many books has Mary Berry written? What is wrong with Mary Berry's hands? <laughs> She's an old person. The answer to which is that she got polio when she was thirteen, so it's not even actually very funny. Oh. No, that's um, sad. Is that what Jeremy Beadle had? Yes. All right. I thought polio was eradicated in like the eighteen hundreds. No, I don't think he no. had polio. He had sort of short, short finger disease. <laughs> I'm sure it was. The, I'm sure it was the result of polio. I'm sure it was stunting as a result. Right. Well, I am. I'm on the internet, so I could find this out. Just have to wait until I randomly end up on Bing, and then once that happens, I can then Bing Google, and then I can Google Jeremy Beadle, and then you're in trouble. You're right, Chris, we're just driving round and round in circles here. This is a disaster. You really are embodying the spirit of Dan. Jeremy Be- Jeremy Beadle. I'm finding out about Jeremy Beadle for you. Who's Jeremy Beadle? Jeremy Beadle used to do... Uh, he was... Oh, my you know, God. You know, uh, you know sort of top bands. He was the proto-Noel Edmonds. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, wait, no, no, no. I need to Google Noel Edmonds now. Oh, oh you don't. Jesus. Um, he, We're sorry. Noel Edmonds was. <laughs> so imagine very if sorry. Uh, Beadle and Edmonds you don't like a, Richard had Branson? teamed up. Um, he'd probably thank you for that. That's quite generous. Yeah. He's a bit like Richard Branson if Richard Branson was completely insane. Oh, good lord, deal or no deal, and that thing's still going. Like we had a deal or no deal, like. Hellenic version, which was based in Greece, and then some Cypriots would be on it, and it was absolutely terrible. Yeah, that that sums it up. People opening boxes at random and hoping there's money in them. I would love to watch uh, foreign language deal or no deal in order, like the Rosetta Stone, to learn other languages. Well, I'm sure it's on YouTube. It's terrible, though. Like, why would you want to watch? Teal or no? 
you're better off reading a book. Well, I what I like is uh, how poor um, how poor the public's understanding of of probability is. So they'll say, "Oh well, yesterday uh, the two hundred fifty thousand pounds was in box number five, so it's impossible that it will be in box number five today." And you think, well, no, it's it's one in twenty-two, isn't it? Also, it's um, like it's not it's not random. Like that's the thing. Like unless they have like a random number generator on the show. No, it's just a bloke whose job it is to just like shove bits of card into boxes every night. No, they yeah. they they made they made a computer program to make it randomised, and for the first five or six months they only had five permutations because there was a fault in the system and no one realised <laughs> Chris can you remember um, a discussion you had with our friend Louis once where he said that he'd won I think he'd won like £1,000 on the um, on the premium bonds and he said he was going to stop playing it because he'd won it once so there was no there was such a small chance he could win it again that it wasn't worth bothering and you had to explain to him several times how probability worked and said, no, it's equally likely that you would win it again. He said, I understand that, but also it doesn't feel like I'm going to win that. And he couldn't, he couldn't quite get his head around this, um, the maths. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do enjoy how, how, how plebs don't understand maths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Beadle did not have polio. That's the shock news of this episode. Okay, do, do enlighten us. He had Poland syndrome. Oh, well, that, I mean, come on, that's close enough. It was two letters mm. out. What's, uh, what is that? Well, uh, it meant his hand was little, didn't it? Well, is that all it does? It just makes you have a little hand. Do you, I don't... Do you think that's the thing Donald Trump has? Well, he's got it in both hands, so that's a bit easier, isn't it? Or he's got a condition that gives him a really big rest of his body. Like elephantitis of the of the body, but not hands. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do you think we should go go? Um, do you think we should start? No, it's yeah. up to you, Chris. You're driving. Mean, it's your podcast this week. Adam is always really keen to to get places, I mean, well, isn't he? Actually, to be fair, I don't really care this time because I haven't got to edit this shit. Yeah. Yeah, I have to edit it. So yes. you're going to tell me about it. Yeah. I made a, gonna... a guide. There's there's a there's a step by step guide that you probably won't be able to follow. Where is it? It'll be there. Download it. We'll we'll send you a link. Okay. What I'm going to do as a special treat for the cold brew hipster is I'm going to make do the whole thing in Windows Movie Maker. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, but I I'm I'm going to record myself doing it so that there'll be like a an audio commentary of me doing it (laughs) but then I'll also film myself recording myself doing it to prove how I'm doing it and then do an audio commentary of the video of you doing it as well director's commentary yeah yeah so that that's um that'll be some fun well anyway uh if you have made it this far listeners uh this is two star podcast and episode 78 Episode 78, yes, and it's a very exciting episode because Daniel's not here. And, that is very exciting. Uh, but but better than it just being the three of us, we have a very exciting special guest, Stavrina. Woo! Yay! 
Like, I'm so, bumping so... this up to four stars. Oh, no. You can't do that. You're ruining the brand. Yeah. You've got a very carefully cultivated image. You're going to have to be very poor. Okay, I think I can do that. I think I can. And uh, this is sort of our Christmas episode, isn't it? Which is it very is. It's our, very much our review of the year. We're two-thirds through our quest to make all of our listeners appear on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, you need that poo guy now. The, what's his name? <laughs> the poo guy, yeah. Uh, Christian from fine. Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Poo guy will do. We'll get him on next year. Oh, wow, this is really bad form laughing at my own joke. Is his name Christopher from Scotland? Uh, no, no, Christian. I thought I, I made a mistake once and I said it was Christopher, uh, but I caught it in edit. I remembered that his name was Christian before he could uh, send me a rude message on Facebook. Yeah. He doesn't know how to use Twitter, so you're safe from him. Ah, oh, yay. I mean, I think Pooh Guy, that's, that's fine. Maybe we could have a road trip where we just go in search of him. Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. Maybe instead of going... So we, after our uh, night in Chester where we do pisses on walls, we could then go up to Scotland, couldn't we? Yeah. It'd be the sort of thing that Dave Gorman would do if he had much smaller dreams. And, <laughs> and a worse uh, publisher. Yeah. Who's Dave Gorman? Oh, God. Ooh, I think my <laughs> friend had a book of his once. Hmm... He looks a bit like a normal version of that guy that's really tall and collaborated with Ricky Gervais on something. Uh, oh yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, he's he's a very funny man. He um, his friend once bet him that he couldn't meet fifty-two other people called Dave Gorman, so they went round the world meeting other people called Dave Gorman, uh, and he he did it. That's a spoiler. Um, People paid money to see that because it was probably a show. One, no, it, it sort of started off as a stupid bet, um, but then because he was a comedian, he then turned it into a show. And he then realised that he could make quite a good career by doing silly bets. I, well, then... I don't think he's quite as bad as some people because I think no, the no. next one he did was it, it was a stupid idea that got him into quite a lot of debt, so then he had to do a show. Yes, and, uh, it, I don't think he's quite as contrived as some people. Like, I don't know. Even the even the guy who hitchhiked round Ireland with a fridge, I I think there's a certain naivety to it and an innocence. I don't think it was. I think now, if he did something he like that, it it would yeah. be contrived. He did keep but quite detailed this was notes. The olden days, though, didn't he? Like, if I went round Ireland with a fridge, there might be ten or fifteen photos. Uh, and that would be it. Yeah. And people would say, "How was it?" And I'd say, "Oh, it was all right. I went round Ireland." I think but he kept quite detailed notes about it. Yeah, he he and Dave Gorman are both sort of coming at this uh, from being comedians. So I guess in the back of their mind, they would probably have had, you know, there might be some material in this. So maybe they look yeah. at the world a bit differently. Mm. There's the show where Ricky Gervais sends this grumpy man on holiday. Oh yeah, that's very contrived. It's so contrived, and I don't understand why everyone in like my age really likes the Grumpy Man. Like the Grumpy Man's funny and everything, but like I, I cannot stand Ricky Gervais. It's because people of your age are very, very stupid. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that's true. That's true. That's true. Can we just uh, put on record for the listeners how old you are? Um, <laughs> I am twenty-three, oh, and. Nice. That's um, isn't it? I've hit the 23 and 6 month mark 
Oh god, so, she still counts her. She still says twenty-three. Then I'm closer oh. to twenty-four than twenty-three. Well, I mean, so, so am all. I. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all. Yeah, uh, we're all over twenty-three and a half, and basically it's downhill from there. Yeah. You guys are like thirty. Well, Christopher is the oldest gentleman among us. He is thirty-four. Oh, I'm wow. not thirty-four for another two weeks. Oh wow, you guys are quite young, actually. Like, but Chris, in September you're going to have to start ticking the other box on online forms that says yeah. you won't be able to tick twenty-five to thirty-four anymore. That yeah. is, that is surely that's a moment in your life that not to eighteen, eighteen to twenty-five. Yeah. 25 to 34, 35 to dead, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just over 35. It's all the same. We no longer care about you in our demographics. Yeah, you are irrelevant to any marketing. I'm already very irrelevant to demographics, though. Uh, Is it because you actually read instead of watch TV? Who? You. Oh, um, I, I um, I don't think I am a particularly good consumer I think I consume things but, but not what well, not what they expect me to consume so I consume a lot of coleslaw uh, <laughs> <laughs> imagine if somebody was doing some mark research and they picked you and there was a question about coleslaw that would skew their figures so bad <laughs> I went to Lidl I've been to Lidl twice this week to buy some deluxe coleslaw and it doesn't exist have you bought all of the, you've bought that much deluxe coleslaw from Lidl that they had to say, well, Normanton isn't going to need any. Let's ship it all <laughs> down to Bridport because there's been a sudden spike in their um, their consumption. They're, they're just diverting all the trucks to me. There's like a, um, you know, the Coca Cola lorry. There's, <laughs> there's that, but, but Lidl coleslaw with a picture of you on the side eating some coleslaw. <laughs> Straight from the tub with your hands. It's amazing. We've had to stop buying two tubs every shop now. Twice this week, I, I thought I'd go in and get some, and the shelf was bare. Yeah. And it meant okay. I was stuck in Lidl with no purpose. So I bought some little pastries in the shape of Christmas trees because I couldn't well, I mean, buy that was, nothing. That was quite a risk given the other little news this week. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah, uh, which well, is that little little have been putting paint thinner in their gravy granules. It's the secret ingredient. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's apparently uh, quite fatal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am um, drinking little amaretto now, though, which is twice as strong as the stuff I bought from Tesco's and half the price. So yeah. I'm assuming there's probably quite oh, a lot of paint really. thinner in this. Well, I mean, it could be like that. Um, it's got a nice the, kick the, to it. The Russian uh, stuff they had. There was there was a case this week of like seventy something Russians dying as a result of um, drinking some kind of cleaning product. No, it's bath. Pre- that had previously oh bath salts, wasn't it? Yeah, but what previously got alcohol in it? It was previously apparently like ethanol, and they'd swapped it out to methanol to try and discourage people from drinking it. But so it instead, didn't. they drank it and died. Yes. Oh my. Owners. Something ridiculous, like forty percent of all alcohol consumed in Russia is Fuck from like cleaning people. products and um, like medicinal alcohol. It's because like, you can just buy in vending machines products, and it costs yeah. pence. Yeah, What's the, I used you know, to have this Georgian nanny that, like, she, you know, what George? Yeah, like I don't know because I didn't know. Um, and 
like I was really was cool. Was she Mary Poppins? One win. No, she wasn't. Like, okay. um, disappointing. By Georgian, do you mean from the 1930s? Or no, from Georgia? Uh, she's from Georgia, oh, yeah. which is like I think ah, that's right. that makes more sense. Misunderstood. Okay, I thought you meant like Georgian architecture. Oh no! Yeah, like, that makes um, a lot more sense. I was sort of thinking a time traveller. <laughs> like a Slavic country, or is it Balkan? Like it's yeah, near Russia. More, um, I think more Balkany. Yeah. Yeah, and she was like, it was really cold one. So, do you want some vodka? I was like, I'm thirteen. So yes. So yeah, of course. No, like I grew up drinking wine, so I, I I've never had like the the urge to binge drink anything. Uh, I had to explain to you this week what aftershock is. Have you uh, have you ever had a job? Because that makes me want to binge drink. Mm. <laughs> um, I have. A, it's not a job, so, so I don't pay tax. I guess, but. <laughs> It's really stressful. Medium. Like, I almost went on SSRIs. So, sometimes yeah, I do, do, do want to drink because of the job, and then I realize I don't really have any medicinal alcohol at home. No. I only have, like, the, the expensive stuff, so I, that stops me from drinking. Welcome to the world of work. <laughs> yeah, like, my, my plan is still to marry rich. Like, I'm just waiting for that, you know, like, is it called a whale? Um, well, that's, that's the term for, like, you know, people who spend a lot of money on free-to-play mobile games. But I guess it could also apply oh. to people who spend a lot of money on I think sugar, sugar Daddy is maybe what you're looking oh, for. Oh, that's more yeah, of a yeah. kind of casual business relationship rather than actual marriage. Yeah, you do yeah. want to get yourself a Sugar Daddy. That's a cracking idea. I don't know if I want to, because, like... I'd at least want to be attracted to them. I mean, yeah, you'd have to degrade yourself a lot. But on the other hand, um, you could, you know, all the. Well, I think there are, there are quite a lot of and, uh, rich, attractive old men. What about Gary Lineker? He's all right. Isn't he He's married? Well, yeah. at the moment, yeah. Yeah, he is married because um, the Daily what? Mail, or possibly the, I think it was the Sun, ran a hit piece on him saying that he'd kissed his wife on an aeroplane. Oh, that no. is unacceptable. Wow. I know. Yeah, I mean um, that is I mean, very. To be fair, he still hasn't recovered from from that one. I and mean, fair play for a footballer, that is that is kind of news that it was his wife. Well, yes. So there, there's that. I thought he was a TV presenter. Yeah, he He's used to be a footballer, uh-huh. um, and then he, he was uh, famous for old. not getting carded for bad behaviour. Oh yeah, that's right. He once did a poo by accident when he was playing in a football game, <laughs> and then and then wiped his bottom on the pitch <laughs> like a dog on a carpet. <laughs> this actually happened. Oh my! Is it like when you're running a lot and like I mean I mean I'm not a runner. I hate running. Like I did my run for the year a few months ago, and that's it. Um. But like some of my friends were telling me that you get this in, like weird urge to poo whilst you're running. It can it can wobble a few things loose, yeah. Yeah, I I tried some running last year and um, I found that a couple of times I didn't go for a poo before I left and I had to turn around within about a hundred meters of home, I guess, <laughs> and uh, and sort myself out before I left. Oh God, like I yeah. I don't. Uh... You guys are so lucky, like... What? 
No, I was going to say, like, you guys are so lucky, like, being able to poo whenever you want. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how different that is for females. Uh, it's, oh, no, it, I've got IBS. So it's oh, either right. so us specifically, not males. Yeah, I, was say, yeah. I thought it was like a gender thing. Well, it, most of the like, like so I'll go weeks without having anything, and I, I eat an insane amount of like fiber as well. And then oh god, oh god, oh god, uh, yeah, like I'm not coming into work today, working from home. All oh, right. Do you get bigger? Do you do you, do you weigh more? If you like, don't um, you expand like that guy at the end of Akira. <laughs> no, um, well, I probably weigh marginally more. Uh, oh. Well, how, why, why are you not weighing yourself to enter our competition? Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, weighing myself? Hmm. Why should I weigh my? You mean weigh my poos? Well, no. I mean, weighing your poo is disgusting, but weighing you can weigh yourself yeah. before and after and uh, do some complicated maths. You know, when, I, when I'm getting to poo, I don't think, oh, shit, like, I should probably weigh myself before and after. It's usually, oh, God, I, th- how long will it take me to get from here to the toilet? Oh, God, That's oh, why God, you oh, need a, a, a smart toilet seat that weighs you prior, during and after. Yeah, we are we are big proponents of the Internet of Things. Yeah, Wi-Fi connected toilet seats. That is what you need. I have recently started raising my feet during the act, and let me tell you, it's a revelation. I used to squat on the to- toilet, but then like the the toilet like that's in the flat I'm renting is a bit like I don't want to say the toilet's flimsy. It's just like. I mean, I was the one who put in the new toilet seat, but because um, the toilet seat was like ten pounds from Wilco, yeah, it's not very good. Mm-hmm. So I don't want another repeat of oh shit! Like, sorry, keep swearing a lot. Um, oh yeah, you know. we don't really swear on this podcast. No, we have to. Any, any swearing has to be uh, carefully edited out. Edited out. It has, well, it has to be approved beforehand. <laughs> Egads. Yeah. Yeah. What what I'd do is I'll I'll try and find a bleeper button, but instead of going beep, it'll say a worse swear word. <laughs> <laughs> the cunt button. I, I think like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, one of them. Mm. So so you have a toilet seat, but you don't sit on it. You just just hover over it. Well, that's a waste of money, isn't it? Me? No, I you, I sit you on said? it. Okay. No, I sit on it, but like. I used to like actually squat on it. Um, squat on it. So like, are you are you up in the air then? So your feet were on the toilet seat. Yeah. You were squatting down. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but then that like if you think thing about it, like I weigh seventy plus kilograms. That's a lot for a toilet seat to take. Right. Yeah. So you're get, saying like, all these toilet seats are rubbish because because they've broken. But actually, you're jumping up you're and down using on it in them. a very bizarre way. Well, it's rubbish because it's cheap. Like, I I don't know if like a better toilet seat would be able to take my weight. Uh. I mean, they they say that when uh, like when you start to earn money, the two things you should invest in are if you're out on the road a lot, you should buy yourself the nicest car you can afford, and you should also buy a really good mattress. Because yes. those are sort of two things that improve your life. But I th- I'd, I'd add toilet seats to that list because yeah. if you, I, I've had 
cheap toilet seats, and they're just unpleasant. But you get a nice one. Do you know, I'd love to have a go on one of those Japanese toilets that is like a car wash for your bum hole. <laughs> oh, you mean like it has a bidet in it? Well, it's got everything. Like they, they, it's a blow dry, uh, polish, wax, Ooh. the whole lot. Ooh, they, they, I mean, in Japanese, they think of everything, don't they? Because like the British don't have bidets, and I don't get it. Like my, like our, my parents' house. I would say ours, but yeah, like my parents' home has like a bidet in the bathroom I share with my siblings, and it's oh god, it's so nice. Is it nice though? That's like a, a bum sink, and you know that your brothers and sisters have washed their bum in it. Is that nice? I guess nice? you get through a lot of bleach. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the link. <laughs> no, you're welcome. Oh, hope it helps. I'm not that big. I'm like, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not I'm just saying, you've got plenty of, of extra capacity there. <laughs> I'm a healthy yes. person. Holy fuck. What's 1,200 I mean, pounds in stones? How many stones well, are there? It's like divided by 16, isn't it? So it's 85 stone. Fuck. I mean, that's, is it soft clothes? I don't know. It is not soft clothes. No. It doesn't even look different, does it? No, but it's obviously it's obviously rated to, well, 85 stone. I mean, it's IP65. <laughs> Where would you hope so? What person would ever get to eighty-five stone? And like, this is from going from the somebody who bought that toilet seat early on and never had the warning signs of their toilet seat shattering when they sat Mm. on it. That's somebody who um, has made a goal, isn't it? Yeah, you don't get twenty-five stone by mistake. That ensures that by the time you reach the point that you need that toilet seat, you don't have to worry about being in any fit state to actually fit it. Did Elvis actually die on the toilet, or is that an urban myth? I don't know. This is another thing that I could solve with Google. <laughs> All I have to do is wait until Bing appears, which happens uh, without, died, without my say so. He did die in the bathroom of his mansion. Um, he was no, that's on the not floor. specific enough. Yeah, on the floor. So but it, it, did, it did say he had been on the toilet, but it had fallen off onto the floor. But I right, don't know if during death or he stood up. I mean, you know, we all, we've all stood up and got a bit dizzy, haven't we? Yeah, we that's, that's possible. Like, he got up, felt a bit dizzy, and just fell over and, and like, cracked died. his head on the... Uh... Oh, oh, I right. did that once. I fainted in the shower... And um, I fell, like, and hit my head on the side of the toilet. But it was good, because I was in my parents' place, which means that someone tended to me, and I was in here alone, you know, dying. What the hell were you doing in the shower to make you faint? No, I used to be anemic. Mm. So it would just happen at times. Now, hang on. I I need to find out more. We already know that you use the toilet in a very odd way. So <laughs> how you like stood upside down in the shower? Yeah. Yeah, were you doing a handstand? No, no, no. So it's it's um okay, so it's a bath with a shower head. Yeah. yeah that's fairly normal. Yeah, so I just fell over like I felt a bit dizzy, put on the cold water because I thought, mm, that might wake me up a bit and next I know I'm lying on the floor and my mom's like raise her feet raise her feet 
Mm. Because apparently that's what you do when you people faint. Watched them properly. I fainted at the doctor's <laughs> once, and that's exactly what the doctor did. So that's solid medical advice. Why, why did you faint at the doctor's? I wasn't very well. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, hoping for slightly more specific. Like, I was wondering whether it was like a sickness thing, or were you just scared of? Needles, I think I was or... sort of like a bit, a bit fluey, virusy. I'm not sure, but I went to the doctors, and then when I stood up to to leave, uh, I fainted. <laughs> um, and then uh, when I awoke, I was lying on the ground, and the doctor had got my feet in the air. And I think he had a big he had a big grin on his face as well because I think that was the most <laughs> the most exciting thing he'd been able to do in weeks. It's very exciting to have fainted so many times. Mm. I think fainting yeah. must be quite a fun not not a fun thing but quite an exciting thing to do. It's I mean you don't you don't actually like experience the act of fainting. It's mostly the post-fainting where you're like, whoa, what's going on? And it's kind of like, it's not like waking up. It's more like, oh. you know, coming out of a day. Do you get a bit of, bu- bit of a buzz off it? No. Oh. It's probably a bit like when um, when Lawrence wakes up anywhere. So, oh, Lawrence is a friend of ours. Well... <laughs> He, he was the, he was the person that that went um, to sleep in a pub because he was sleepy. So he just went upstairs in the pub, and they didn't find him until <laughs> <laughs> they never found him. Actually, he just woke up at seven and left. Yeah, he's got form. Um, when yeah, we went out he really does. Pub, he he just took himself off back off to the hotel room um, to to go to bed, which is. Yeah, it was fair enough. That's a good idea. But he didn't tell anyone. So we were sort of in this horrible nightclub where he could easily have been killed. Uh, and we didn't know where he was. But he had my coat. That's not oh, well, more specifically, he had your coat ticket. Wait, he had the access to my coat. And uh, he's he's gone to sleep in pubs a few times. Oh, while... A few times? Mm. Yeah, he's he got threatened by a bouncer at my old house because he kept going to sleep. Yeah. Um, uh, are we gonna um, well, are we gonna do some some things that we want to talk about? Well we're yeah. waiting for you. Yeah, you're in charge okay. here, Chris. Well, I feel like Dan's in charge really. Well that's so the it's problem, sort of, isn't yeah. it? it is it is very much feeling that way, yeah. yes. Um pick a direction and go in it. Well, um Stavrina, would you like to talk about oh. anything? Yeah, so you asked me earlier no, no I think Graham like raised the point. So what did I find in Morrison's? And, you know, um, it was a bit terrifying. So we all know the like the brand of tea we all loved called Yorkshire tea. I found Lancashire tea. What? What? No way. Yes. Is that just like, is that, that's, is that some sort of knockoff Chinese brand? No, no, no. It's like, it's like, uh, it says Lancashire tea on the box and, um, it says established 2005, and I'm kind of like, what? Wow. That's, it, uh, that's it quite some look, history there. It did look like, um, you know, in supermarkets, you don't have the own brand, but you've got like yeah. the made-up brands. It did look like somebody had sort of copied Yorkshire tea, but that changed it enough that it was they're not going to get sued, mm. but then picked a worse county. Apparently, it's been created by Paul who has over 30 years in the tea industry. I mean, even Yorkshire tea have the decency not to put a white rose on it. That is yeah. inflammatory. 
Oh God, uh, God, White Rose. Um, has have you seen this like Yorkshireman versus like Alien video? Uh, no, but that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to Google as soon as this is finished. It's on YouTube. It looks like their website it's... was last updated in 2014. Hmm? The, the Lancashire Tea website, uh, their plan uh, on their website only covers 2014. Well, Lan- 2014 is going to see Lancashire Tea achieved all of their goals. Yeah, yeah, but um, isn't like Lancashire kind of like, what's the word, kind of like, but not backwards, but what's the word, like, yes, the, very much. They, they live like 10 years in the past. They're full of inbreds. Lancashire is basically the worst place in England. Yeah. And I'm counting Birmingham in that. Bloody hell. Yeah. Birmingham's nice. Lancashire is yeah. sort of Yorkshire, but raining. Yeah. Did, did you see that um, apparently it is better to say nothing than to speak with a Brummy accent? <laughs> um, because apparently... Uh, it's it's literally the the worst accent, and people just assume that you're an idiot, um, and it's better if you just don't say anything. I don't, don't mind know. it, but then again, I'm not from here. I, I would say though that the west, the uh, the black country is worse than Bromley. Uh, it's all the same to us who don't live in the region. I I have two friends from the black country, and they both have super huge. Well, one of them sounds like he was raised by Indians because he was well, probably was yeah. Um, but. So he's got a bit of a slight twinge, but like they both sound like super neutral, like just English. Do you think most people do, like because you, you, people move around. What, what kind of Indians? In, in... I'm hoping Native uh, American Indians. That would Punjabi. be awesome. Yeah, we haven't got a massive Native American population in What's, Birmingham. Um, how do Native American Indians talk? I don't. I couldn't place the accent. Really. Let's let's <laughs> not go down that route. Dan is not here. <laughs> I think they talk with the accent of the place where they were born so if, like, say if they were born in Texas they'd probably have a Texan accent I was um, earlier on this afternoon doing a Caribbean accent to amuse myself uh, <laughs> I was uh, to be fair I was pouring my wife some Malibu and uh, oh, it's uh, acceptable. what else are you going to do so I was, I was doing the uh, to the gridlock man and I uh, just want to buy a melon. Uh, you won't remember the Malibu adverts. They were great. Look them up on YouTube. They're, they're all there. And uh, it became Russian, which surprised me. <laughs> I can see that. No, I can, I can see <laughs> the, the, the transition. Oh, I just want to buy a melon. <laughs> it's kind of... Uh, imagine if everyone in the world took life as serious... No, wait. <laughs> imagine if we in the Caribbean took life as seriously as in the west of the world. Oh, that's gone German. <laughs> that's called a nice surprise. The spirit of Dan really is a live and wow. podcast. I mean, accents, they're just a lottery, aren't they? I could do this podcast in a Greek accent because I cannot mimic a Cypriot accent. Well, I mean... That's a very nuanced view on uh, what we would describe as a Greek accent. I'm yeah, confused I'd now. Probably just about be able to tell, but there's no chance of you. I don't think I could do a Greek accent. So Cypriots speak a dialect, and yep. with that, always confuse the hell out of me. Um, it's a bit like the difference between Scots and the English, I guess. Well, that's hugely different. Is it that? Is it that much? Yeah, like, some Greeks don't understand me if I'm speaking in my Cypriot accent. Wow. But, because Cypriot is a very sort of, um, I don't want to say it sounds very forceful, but, you know, it's, 
it's kind of like you've got a loud vo- voice and it seriously most people think when i'm talking to my mom on the phone that we're angry at each other i've mm. sort of tuned that out so i can't actually do a separate speaking english accent but i can definitely do a greek speaking english accent because that's super easy i'd like to I'm hear that. the most confused i've ever been but but carry <laughs> on well greeks speak like this it's very easy to you just oh. have to. Uh, what is the word I am looking for? Uh, very speak very lightly. And I mean, that just sounds slowly. like generic foreign. <laughs> we, no, it yeah. is not generic foreign. It's, it's, I've um, I've got a business contact who. A, a is, business contact. Well, he's literally a business contact. It's not even as exciting as it sounded when I said that. But and and she's she's foreign, but I don't know where she's from. And I've kind of I know her well enough now that I've passed the point of being able to ask, and I can't place her accent at all. But she she's not from Spain. I think I'd pick that up. She's not Italian, but maybe she's Greek. Maybe because she did sound very much like what you just said. Should I stop? Write, so, write like something this? down in Cyrillic and pass oh, it like to it. her and see if she can read it. See. We it is not we do not use the Cyrillic alphabet. I know it's not Cyrillic, but it's close enough. Oh God, I was um, about to do like um, you know, kind of like Greeks getting offended. Oh, how could you like? I can I can never remember the. I suppose it's is it just Hellenic? I can't remember the correct. It's just the Greek the alphabet. Yeah. In the interest of um of uh, full disclosure, I think Adam, you need to explain your father. Yes. So my dad lives in Cyprus. Oh. And speaks fluent Greek. That's really slash cool. Mostly Cypriot now, I guess. Technically, um, he he would almost certainly. I mean, he 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 speaks Greek with a Cypriot accent, basically. So, well, yeah, he would like probably be treated the same. Well, based on what you've told me about the Cypriot accent, I'd say he probably speaks English with a Cypriot accent if it's quite aggressive. Well, <laughs> but no, he doesn't. But he, yeah, he's. I could try to do a Cypriot accent. Like, how can you talk like a Cypriot? It is. Very, very difficult. Well, that just sounds Italian. Yeah. That sounds like you're being quite racist. I actually Italian, had so. to use my hands to, like, kind of get me in the mood. I, know, I was, I was, I was picturing a lot of hand movement. Yeah, no, I, I, I speak with my hands as, as it is. Um, I'd love and, to speak with my hands. It'd be brilliant to not be so horribly reserved. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I get in trouble for being myself, though. So mm, mm, maybe not. So what what's happening on? Uh, you know what? I'm driving now. Uh, Chris, oh, thank God somebody is. <laughs> what would you Strap like? Wheel. What would you Chris. like to talk about this week that doesn't have to do with like Heston Blumenthal or Little Coleslaw? All right, well, that's pretty much Chris's entire repertoire. Yeah, you've 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 really narrowed it down quite a lot. It's going to be tricky. Um, well, I think the most important thing I want to talk about. I'm only going to talk about one thing because we've already got to 50 minutes talking about nothing, yeah. which is great, isn't it? Oh, we, yeah, <laughs> we're doing a lot uh, better than even last week. It's very much our review of the year. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, let's do that. Yeah, well, okay. okay. The thing I want to talk about is that uh, a trendy hipster pub has opened in Bridport, and oh, this sounds amazing. And I went to it, and it was amazing. In what sense and is I it trendy and/or hipster? It's called The Pursuit of Hoppiness. Oh, that's wonderful. That's really good, isn't it? And it's a micro-pub. It's opened up in a shop. 
So it's not a full-size oh. pub. Can, oh, God, this is proper hipster. Proper hipster. They can only fit 28 people in the pub at any one time. This sounds incredible. And they have uh, six... I mean, that is, that is bigger than Pew's was, I think. No, That's it's, it's a lot smaller than that. And to fit 28, you would be... I think the seating. Oh, is that like sort of? Is that sitting on people's knees? Yeah. the seating capacity I think is maybe, maybe fifteen people could sit, just about. Where, where is it? Uh, it's um, it's in an old mobile phone shop. But I, where, where is that? On on I've been on to West Street. Give me some context. On West Street. No, it doesn't help me. Um, Don't help me. Where have it I is been opposite. Drunk? It is opposite Chicken <laughs> Land and Pizza. Right, I'm what? with you. Yeah, Chicken Land and Pizza is a, a shop that I've never been to. They sell chicken and pizza, but only mm. when I'm not there. It seems to always be closed. Why is it not Chicken and Pizza Land? No, it's chicken, yeah. it's called Chicken oh, Land. It's Chicken Land and Pizza. Chicken Land and it's Pizza. Like it's like the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, isn't it? It's like a like a sovereign territory within P- Chickenland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> Pizza Island, the the way the Republic this, uh, of Pizza, the way this tiny pub works is they have six draft beers on at any one time, but I think they basically only have one barrel of every beer, and once that's finished, they put a different one on. So oh. you never get the same beer. Sort of two days running. So you could conceivably drink all of one beer yourself, and nobody else would get to have any. Uh, well, it's a it's a barrel. That's quite a lot. Yeah. What's that like? How many? I don't know. A how many pints barrel, barrel is sort of fifty something pints, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to you'd have to get on it, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. you? But. Maybe if there's uh, two of you. Barrel is a standard measure for kegs of beer, depending on the brewery. Blah blah. blah. So a full sized ke- full barrel is uh I'm glad we got the fact checker. Yeah. Half barrel is 124 pints, so it'd be 248 pints. Okay, yeah. Maybe that's minus like minus like south. I didn't know it was that south. Yeah, we're we're really south. I don't know, bloody young people in their poor geography. By the seaside. Because, like, I, I, my really good friend's from there, and, um, you know, I keep joking that it's all old people, because, like, mm. he, his parents live in an old people town. Yeah. It's not even a town. It's not big enough to be a town. But I, yeah, I thought it was kind of, like, just west-ish, like, mm. near Birmingham. No, oh, no. It's a long way south. A couple of miles from Birmingham. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very... It's... it's Unexpectedly far from What's Birmingham. The southest you can get in England. Uh, I guess it would be um, Land's End. Well, but is is that that south or is it is it the other end is more south? Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure if you're talking mainland UK. Oh no, Land's End is well fucking south. No, oh yeah. no, 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 Land's End isn't. Lizard, Lizard is the southest. Defo. Hey. Yeah, Lizard is well south. Because Lands End is Lands End oh, yeah, is the yeah, most yeah. southwest, oh, okay. but Lizard is actually further south. Well, that's a good bit of fun fun geography. Yeah. Well, I just I just figured that out by looking at a map. Yes. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's and, uh, that's the thing I want to talk about is is I love that pub. 
it's brilliant. How are the beers? Yes. Uh, I had two beers. I liked one of them. I didn't like the other one. Uh, but yeah, I liked the level of interaction. So I went in, and the person that works there went to the bar, and he didn't say hello or how are you or welcome to this new hipster pub. He just looked at me. So I said, can I have a pint of that one, please? And he just told me how much money it was, which is oh, wow. it, exactly the level of interaction I want. I've Did he tell you how much it was in Bitcoin? That no. would be pretty hipster. But he, when we were in Slovakia, well, I, there was, um, I think Bitcoin's pretty mainstream. You'd have to go with one yeah. of the, the more obscure cryptocurrencies. In, in, uh, in one of the pubs we went to in Slovakia, they had a Bitcoin ATM. Yeah, they, they're increasingly common so that you can get Bitcoin out uh, when you need to pay well, off uh, someone a ransom when someone's encrypted all of your files. Why for would you. you do that in a pub? I don't, I don't even know how to, to forget. I don't even know how to buy a Bitcoin. How do you get Bitcoin out? Do you like get a code and then give it to the guy? Here's a code for like a hundred pounds. Well, I think in it converts Bitcoin. it into, into yeah. It's money. essentially you you have a wallet and you put money in and it transfers the Bitcoin to your wallet. So I guess you have to log into the ATM or something and then it would just give you some Slovakian money. Yeah, you could also withdraw money from Bitcoin. It's just silly, isn't it? Why can't we all use coins or go back to bartering? If we just all join the euro, that would be easier, wouldn't it? Oh, God. My dad tries to haggle everything. Sorry. Uh, Chris said bartering is... I, my dad tries to haggle in the UK. <laughs> oh, Ooh, no, that's not No. I was like, Dad, it's not done here. Like, it's like, oh, no, 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 we can get, like, five pounds off. Like, Dad, no, this is, like, Marks and Spencer's you, or whatever. I, I would rather pay more than have the shame of haggling for something in a shop. Yeah. Well, the thing about our family is that we're shameless. Oh, that would be wonderful. Love to but not shame. No, like the show. I think maybe I've got all of your shame. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's evenly distributed amongst most of the British people. Mm. I've actually left shops uh, because the staff have talked to me too much. Yeah, you know when they say you know, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than that. You know, can I help you? you say, no, I help you and then they keep yeah. asking you questions. You know, like, uh, I just, I've just no. walked out. I, I can't do business with you. Yeah. I need to be left if alone. If I'm ever a, uh, if I'm ever like a market or something, if I've made eye contact with a stallholder, I just have to get out of there because I know they're going to start talking to me. Oh yeah. And, uh, are we still doing a podcast? Because I need yeah. to go and do a wee. I, I don't know. Uh, I go I'm not a... sure if we are. Well, well if got... you go for a wee. Uh... Yeah, you see if you can regroup and, and get <laughs> okay, this Chris, if you want to if you want to pull into the service station. And, and work out where the fuck we're going. So, uh, like, if Graham's going for a wee, maybe, like, Adam could talk about his interesting factoid for the week or whatever. Oh, I don't know, I don't know if we want to do this without Graham here. I mean, that's that's dangerous. Um, yeah. You know, we don't really want to leave him at the services. Um, I guess we should just sort of do this while we're waiting. And then uh, when Graham gets back, we can, can resume the podcast. Just uh, talk among yourselves, uh, go and get some ice cream from the foyer. End of part one. Please turn over cassette for part two.